ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Somehow, both overcrowded and also barren, <laughs> disgusting and alluring, mm-hmm. it is one of the most sang about, story told about locations in music. And that is the bleak landscape, <laughs> the ever crusting shadow of New York City that they call New Jersey. New Jersey. It is the birthplace of our own Sean Majors. Yes, it is. The ancestral home of the Majors clan, mm-hmm. where they don't know how to spell, and they lock up championship boxers <laughs> for no reason. And that place that place has a bard, and his name is Springsteen. And he has told the tales of that place as good as anyone has told the tale of any place. But when he needed to be his most stark... He left New Jersey, and he went to Nebraska, and he told the tale of a murderer out on a killing spree. And in that void that he left behind, New Jersey had a story to be told. But the bard was too busy dancing with that woman from Friends to tell the tale of Tweeter and the Monkey Man. Oh, uh, I can't and wait that for this. Is what we will be speaking about. Oh my today. god. Welcome to Cold Dog Soup. Mm. Um where we are just we don't know how long we can keep up this uh, breakneck <laughs> effort of doing an episode every other week. So we're gonna hit the hits right up front. We're gonna do all of our favorite things right here in the beginning. Um I don't know, Shawnee, if there is a song that combined. We hit uh, Romeo and Juliet, certainly. We hit it hard. Sure. Um, well, if there's a number two on that list, it might be this one. The Traveling Wilburys, Tweeter and the Monkey Man. Um, all those words in that order sound as ridiculous as they should. They're all real, folks. I, get, I can assure you those are all real words. Traveling Wilburys, for those of you who don't know. Somebody tried to quiz me on this the other day. Thought they were going to catch me slipping. Because, you know, I don't, as I stated to someone the other day, um, the contents of the package that is Matt Hankins should not exist in the package that is Matt Hankins. It just shouldn't happen. I'm a twisted amalgamation. That package, though. A potpourri of all things great. And man, what a package. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, someone uh, I think, uh, I think uh, End of the Line was on as sort of ambient music at a wrestling show. And um, somebody said, oh, Hankins, you're a music guy, right? Well, who's in the Traveling Wilburys? I go, well... There's, I'm going to start with the one you don't think I know, and that's Jeff Lynne. Yeah. You don't think I know that. Um, then there's George Harrison. Then there's Tom Petty. Then there's Roy Orbison. And then there's one more. And I just raise up and point to any of the multiple Bob Dylan tattoos I have <laughs> on me. So then there's this guy. And I'm like, whoa, you're real about this. I said, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm very sure. real about this. You know, and um, there are super groups ahead, and there are super groups. 
Um, I mean, this is the superest of the group. This is nuts. Like, I mean, some people... I mean, I guess the damn Yankees was technically a super group. Um, you know, there are, like, very... I don't know, but yeah. th- those five names are, are, are nuts. No, there's... I mean, if you have a Heartbreaker, a Beatle, and Bob Dylan, you're already set up for success. And- and then you throw in Roy Orbison and ELO. So you've pretty much got all the bases covered. <laughs> um, the thing about a supergroup, though, is I, I would I would say the only thing that rivals them is the Highwaymen, which is mm-hmm. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, yeah. Chris Christopherson, and Johnny Cash. The only thing about a supergroup of, of that caliber, yeah, you've heard of those guys, is the the original material tends to be lacking. And the production is always a little out of whack. But sure. I guess when, when you've got people of that level of talent and also level of fame, it's probably just fun to dick around with your friends. Yeah. It's kind of like this podcast now. <laughs> if any of us did individual podcasts, they would be much more well thought out and executed. This is the ultimate super group of, uh, of podcasts. <laughs> um, you know, well, actually, you know, I mean, I think that's reflected in the video for Traveling Wolverines. I think it's Handle with Care. Where they're mm-hmm. just like, they're just sitting around having a goose a goose of a time. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the time when those records came out, it was, they were all past their uber prime. Yeah, yeah. Um, George Harrison was making, um, oh, what's that fucking song that I love so much? It's actually the first George Harrison song I ever heard. Oh, come on. He definitely on, produced a soundtrack to the Sean Penn Madonna movie, Shanghai Surprise. They did. He did. Where's the one with the moose heads talking? Uh, oh yeah, I got my mind I got set. My you. Mind set. That thing. Fucking that love is that song. one of my first favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, me too. You Same. know, after after probably something by the Smurfs comes that song. <laughs> I I would I would go I, when my mom would take me to school. I would have a uh, cassette recorder, a tape deck by the TV, and I would ask her, "Mom, leave this leave this TV on VH1 all day." <laughs> and if at any point in the song, I don't care if there's 20 seconds left, hit record on this tape because I want to have a recording of this song. So it's 1988 when Tweeter and the Monkey Man is released. Um, so that gives you, that's that's about right. That's about that. T- and the production sounds like the 80s. Yeah. So it's not, um, it's not these guys at what anybody would point to as the peak of their careers. Um, Dylan certainly had gone through many iterations by then. <laughs> Is this um, Empire Burlesque era, Dave? It uh, would have eighty one. I feel like I feel like Empire Burlesque might be eighty one. Okay, um, maybe Saved or Oh Mercy. Oh Mercy. Is yeah, it's coming. It's it's after Dylan got got his Jesus stuff out. Yeah. Um, and then he's just kind of kicking around. He's doing some. Uh, he's doing like some greatest hits kind of stuff. Some live stuff. Um. And this thing. So it is during the ill-fated uh, G.E. Smith years. <laughs> SNL, SNL band leader G.E. Smith? Yes. Yeah, he was Dylan's guitarist oh, during the bad years. And oftentimes would just have to kind of ease over and unplug Bob's guitar. Because Bob was uh, you know, not, not doing so hot. Um, it's a time that, that history does not look fondly on. There's some good stuff in there. But you got to really go out there and get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, same thing with Petty. Uh, well, I take that back. Petty was about to come into his own. Yeah, for sure. 90s Petty. Not, 
was yeah 90s petty was that dude um harrison had certainly done his best stuff a couple things elo was a sort of a band that never had a time where they actually fit in they were always yeah uh, half beat too early or a half beat too late and roy orbison was sort of timeless um but he died in in the midst of all this as yeah. well. Empty rocking so, chair in the end of the line. Empty video. rocking chair. Yeah. Man, how hot is that Fuck, shit? Fuck, that's so good. Um, but there's nothing close on that record to Tweeter and the Monkey. No. Man. So yeah, I remember having a cassette of this um, and of, tra- of Traveling Wilburys Volume 1. And I remember I was like scared of this song. Like the it's, like the term monkey man like is a is a scary monster guy. And tweeter, what is a tweeter? I didn't understand anything that was going on like, in this song, and it was seven minutes nothing long. Nothing about this song makes any sense. It shouldn't be good. No, um, it has a ridiculous title. No, um, it has a story that is you're dropped into the middle of the story. Oh yeah. You don't get the, you don't get the beginning of the story. You barely get an ending. The two protagonists um, sound like a morning radio zoo crew duo. <laughs> You're on with Tweeter and the Monkey Man, and we're back. Coming up, sixteen Guys, straight minutes of Lincoln Park. We're super sorry. Uh, the name Monkey Man did not age well in our current time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, Shiny, get her going, baby. You're the man that does the stuff. All right, um, fire her up. This is gonna take so long. Well, uh, before we before we go to that, let me say this: um, we have a long stay. I don't know if I read this thing or if Sean and I just made it up, but we've always believed this was just Bob Dylan making fun of Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, and I think <laughs> it's just we after I think after the song we can kind of go through every single. Um, cause there's New Jersey references and then there's specific Springsteen <laughs> <Yes>. references. <laughs> and I, th- I, I think we can hit all of those like after, yeah. uh, after we get through it. Okay. Uh, first verse. So tomorrow sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Tweeter and the monkey man were hard up for cash. They stayed up all night selling cocaine and hash to an undercover cop who had a sister named Jan for reasons unexplained. She loved the monkey man. All right. So everybody we need to know about. Is hit in this first stanza. Yeah, we need to take a step back because we've introduced four characters in three lines. <laughs> you got Tweeter and the Monkey Man, a broke ass drug cowboy duo. Uh, you have the undercover cop who is purchasing mm-hmm. cocaine and hash from <laughs> Tweeter and the Monkey. From Man. Tweeter and the Monkey Man, and then Jan, who is the undercover cop's sister, and we'll find out more about all those. Not really. Song. We're not going to find out a lot more about them. We're going to have to put, we're going to put a lot of pieces together. Do you think they were selling actual hash, or are the Wilburys just using that to calling weed hash? Oh no! I think these cats were into some hard Fuck. drugs, <laughs> or they were selling food. It was cocaine and food. It was the first food truck. Um, Twitter the Monkey Man had the first food truck, and they're actually just selling Coca-Colas, mm-hmm. classic sh- real sugar Coca-Colas, mm-hmm. and also hash that the Monkey Man makes. I mean, why was the cop undercover? Jesus. <laughs> you don't have to try so hard. You can get hash somewhere else. Um, buy some hash, pal. You get a discount. You're one of the boys in blue. So, for reasons unexplained, Jan loved the Monkey Man. 
Do I you, think it's pretty obvious why. He's the fucking monkey man. He's the monkey man, Doc. Do you think Jan's love for the monkey man is a coincidence that her brother was the undercover cop in charge of busting him? I mean, that... that well, that I guess we will... F- narrative written all over it, right? We will find out later, I guess. I feel like they all grew up together. Yeah. I feel like these cats have been running together. This is a very uh, uh, blood-in, blood-out, bound-by-honor scenario. I feel like the undercover cop might have used to run with this crew also. <laughs> Um, yeah, and yeah. So the second verse begins with a line that you and I have just been chewing over for, I'm going to say, 16 years. Yeah, yeah. Tweeter was a Boy Scout before she went to Vietnam. Yep. And found out the hard way nobody gives a damn. Mm -hmm. They knew that they'd find freedom just across the Jersey line, so they hopped into a stolen car, took Highway 99. Yeah. Tweeter was a Boy Scout before she went to Vietnam. So so one of two things is happening here. As a devout Dylanologist, um, I happen to know Bob often screws his lyrics up. <laughs> Many times. Of course, I'm bl- blanking on quoting one now, um, but... He'll he'll blow a line on you like it's like he it's like he ne- <laughs> never met a take that he wouldn't use. <laughs> ah, feels good enough to me. <laughs> oh, so this it's either that <laughs> it's either that or he's borrowing from later in the song, which we'll get to. Yeah, I don't think and this he's is setting a, it up here. I don't think this is a mistake. Yeah, I, I think it's a setup. Could go either way. So <clears throat> the question here, I, I have. Or Bob was proto woke, and he knew that gender was fluid way back in '88. So that's my question. So, and for the purposes of this, we're going to assign Tweeter the pronoun he. I hope that's okay with mm-hmm. everybody. Is is Tweeter a transgendered individual? Is he an Eddie Izzard transvestite? Uh, or is he dressed like a woman to evade authorities? Those are my th- those are my options here. I go with he's dressed like a woman to evade authority. That's what I think too. <clears throat> uh, he found <clears throat> he found out the hard way. Nobody gives a damn. So I guess Tweeter came back from Vietnam, unappreciated by fucking hi- shell shocked, like unappreciated by hippies who couldn't separate those who brought us into an unwinnable war and those who were actually sent into one. <laughs> like Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Tweeter was a boy scout, but he went to Vietnam, got his legs blown off, and then a retard caught him down. <laughs> okay, they uh, they knew that they'd find freedom just across the Jersey line, so they hopped into a stolen car, took Highway 99. Highway 99 is on the other side of the country. <laughs> <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's in Washington State. <laughs> Not according to Springsteen geography. <laughs> um... So they knew that they'd find freedom just across the Jersey line. So are they... What, They're not in Jersey. From which state are they coming? I'm going to say this all happened in Camden. <laughs> so they were coming from Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm going to say probably New York, but who knows? That I think that's too easy of an answer. <clears throat> okay, then we hit the chorus. We get a break. The walls came down all the way to hell. Never saw them when they're standing. Never saw them when they fell. Does it mean... Squadoosh. It doesn't. I, I guess <laughs> that's not mean anything. When you, it's doper than shit. Yeah, sure. Means nothing. I have no. I have no notes. <laughs> um, actually, that I I do have one question from this. So all five Wilburys are credited with writing this. 
<laughs> Do you think like they let Jeff write the chorus? <laughs> and by they, I mean <laughs> Bob. It feels like a Tom chorus, actually. Mm. But that may just be because he's the main voice I hear singing it, so I can't. But and he has that song called "Walls" on the "She's the One" soundtrack. <laughs> God, you listen to that fucking record way too much. Dude. Too that. That's, a, that's a solid song. Um, <laughs> never saw them when they're standing. Never saw them when they fell. I mean, that's yeah. That, that is a pretty hot course. Um, <clears throat> there are three. some podcasts out there that will tell you that two. they have a deep understanding of that chorus. I would tell you they're liars. Oh yeah. I mean, it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's like the walls don't exist, man. And it's got that cool, like, walk-down thing. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a device for that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so the undercover cop never liked the monkey man. Even back in childhood, he wanted to see him in the can. Jan got married at 14, gross, to a racketeer named Bill. She made secret calls to the monkey man from a mansion on the hill. <laughs> Child bride Jan... You know, what year are we in, by the way? <laughs> I mean, my God, cocaine and hash. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, tr- uh, I think it's Trevor Moore in the in the grapist. Uh, uh, him. <laughs> like everybody's on board with the wettest kids, you know, the 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 grapist uh, commercial pitch. This is a deep cut. I should not be. This is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe. It. Anyway, um, we we can cut that. Uh, the undercover cop. He never liked the monkey man. Even back in childhood, he wanted to see him in the can. Okay, I think we have an answer here. Yep, yep. They ran together, fucking buttoned up undercover cop, who let his sister get married at fourteen. You're real tough, asshole. <laughs> to a to a racketeer named Bill. To a racketeer named Bill. So. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I think, I get the feeling that maybe, like, this runs deep. Like, the Monkey Man's parents and, like, Jan slash Undercover Cop's parents, like, they hated it. It was a real, like, hill loss and feud from Decoration Day type of situation. Yeah, it, it feels like maybe the Monkey Man, or uh, the the Undercover Cop actually always blamed the Monkey Man for Jan's fall from grace. Yeah. That she never would have gotten married to this racketeer if she hadn't been running with a Monkey Man. It's probably, probably Monkey Man's boss, if I had to guess. Mm. So, she, but Jan never, never, her, her gaze never left the monkey man. She made How secret calls to the monkey man from a mansion on the hill. Hey, monkey. Hey, monkey. Yeah, Janny, baby. Oh, miss you, Janny, baby. <laughs> this is definitely back when... Like phone number, you didn't have to dial area codes. Oh hell no, six. That's what she dialed. The monkey man. <laughs> I was gonna say whatever the the number representation of monkey is, <laughs> and it was a payphone. Yeah. Monkey answered also, which is great. <laughs> which is weird. Um, Fucking monkey and tweeter just posted up by this payphone every night at a certain time, knowing that Janny was gonna call. Hey, why we here, boss? <laughs> Don't worry about you know it, tweeter. Don't worry. <laughs> Keep, like in, keep your wig on, Twitter. the phone ring like six times for no reason. Oh, hell yeah. Because that's how cool the monkey man is. God. If I, if, I, if I pick up after seven, you know I don't care. Um, it was out on Thunder Road, Tweeter at the wheel. They crashed into paradise. They can hear them tires squeal. The undercover cop pulled up and said, every one of you's a liar. <laughs> if you don't surrender now, it's going to go down to the wire. 
So they're they're on the run. We've discovered they've just crossed into Jersey uh, on Thunder Road, by the way. Um, <laughs> A very vague crashed. boss reference. I guess they crashed. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was a. Uh, I mean, sometimes, sometimes the the road just gets away from you. You know. Yeah, it gets so hard to keep between the ditches when the roads <laughs> run the way they do. Um, but Johnny on the spot, Johnny Law himself is right there, and he gets out and and doesn't say you're under arrest. Hey, I got you guys. He just jumps out of his car and yells, "Every one of you is a liar." <laughs> I, I hate I hate the undercover cop. He, just, he is the unmitigated worst person in this song. It's like And that's saying something with a guy <laughs> with two drug dealers named Tweeter and also the monkey man. And a racketeer named Bill who has a child bride. A child bride. And still the undercover cop's the worst. It's like it's like one of those uh like cop dr- uh, comedies where you know your your protagonist who isn't as tough as he should be is like practicing like zingers in the in the mirror <laughs> and then like he finally has a chance to use one and he screws it up. <laughs> he just blows the it's Will Ferrell from uh, <laughs> the good uh, the good guys. Jay Jay and Silent Bob strike back. <laughs> yes. Oh god. That's the undercover. That's a cop. that's a good character. Also a Jersey thing. Um, yeah, Clint but he jumps out. And if you don't surrender now, it's going to go. It's already down to the wire, my dude. It's already. We're here. There's a wrecked car. They're being chased by the police who is now crossed out of his jurisdiction. Yeah. I might add. No respect for jurisdictional boundaries. <laughs> it's the Stady's job now, bro. Stady's. <laughs> It's a good Yankee reference. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Your roots are showing. <laughs> I mean, clearly they just needed a word to rhyme with wire, but like mm-hmm. fire, uh, tire. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's so many better ways to do that. But also, I must say, I don't want that in this song. Mm-hmm. I want it to be what it is. Every, everyone who's is- a liar. <laughs> you lied to me. With no setup. No, zero we have setup. Nothing in the story that tells us about the truthfulness of Tweeter and the Monkey Man. I like to think that since we've now established that they've known each other for a very long time, like somebody like like the undercover cop was like getting dressed for prom and he was like, Hey, do I look good? Huh? Do I look good? And they're like, Yeah, you look great, you look great. Fucking and he great. didn't that look good. That cover band is killing it, killing it undercover. <laughs> but it was like you know, maybe he had a little poop on his face. Um, <laughs> his pants didn't match his Classic. jacket. Classic undercover cop. Undercover cop's uh, ding dong was hanging out. Yeah, you look great, undercover cop. UCC. <laughs> and the walls came down. <laughs> oh, what the hell? There was someone standing. There was someone. All right, so now, ambulance rolls up. The state clip. The trooper's close behind. <laughs> Now, now look for for as shitty as every one of you is a liar. If you don't quit now, it's going to go down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, this fucking line right here, this couple is fantastic, <clears throat> is amazing. All right, an ambulance rolled up. A state trooper close behind. Tweeter took his gun away and messed up his mind. The undercover cop was left tied up to a tree near the souvenir stand by the old abandoned factory. Why? So messed up his mind. For a euphemism for shooting a guy in the head, mm-hmm. brilliant. 
Oh, for sure. No, it's perfect. So, and by the way... Don't know why they tied him up afterwards. We now have two, at least two new characters introduced. At least (laughs) one ambulance driver. I'm going to say who has a partner, because they always do. And a state trooper. Stady. Stady, baby. So, Tweeter took the state trooper's gun away and shot him? I would would assume so, yes. Okay. So, he's dead, and I assume they just chased off the ambulance driver. Get out of here. We're just going to go down to the wire with you. Because <laughs> we're liars, Jack. <laughs> hey, I think I heard a call come in. Said send some ambulances somewhere. <laughs> Shit. Hey. Okay, so Tweeter kills... All this while Tweeter is dressed as a woman. <laughs> yes. I would like to point out. Tweeter, so Tweeter took the state trooper's gun away, shot him in the head, but they left the undercover cop tied up to a tree. Mm-hmm. Because he's related to yep. Jan? Yeah, that's the, you know, they couldn't, they're not killing Janny's brother. Yeah. He's my brother, monkey. You can't mess up his <laughs> mind, too. Fuck. Anything for you, Janny. <laughs> Anything for you. <laughs> Next day, why don't you make like a tree and stand here and lose your leaves? (laughs) He is chewing on a toothpick this entire time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Endless supply. Hey, good one, monkey. Uh, (laughs) Shut up. Shut up and drive, Tweeter. (laughs) Your job's just to sit there and look good in that dress. Next day, the undercover. Uh, next day, the undercover cop was hot in pursuit. He was taking the whole thing personal. He didn't care about the loot. Jan had told him many times it was you to me who taught in Jersey anything's legal as long as you don't get caught. Which is the fucking. Sw- I wish I was still from New Jersey so I could fucking say that. Oh, hey, you know what we say up here. <laughs> Or at least a state that had two syllables. In Georgia, anything's legal as long as you don't get caught. More evidence that Bob had to have the heaviest hand in writing this because they let him sing it. Yeah, only only Bob only Bob Dylan is going to only Bob Dylan is going to completely fuck with the sentence structure so Mm -hmm. that taught rhymes with caught. (laughs) It was you to me who taught. Joe, it should be, Jan told him many times, you taught me that in Jer- Jersey, <laughs> in Jersey, anything's legal. You taught me that anything's legal in Jersey as long as you don't get caught. That doesn't rhyme. How I does, get it. But how does the undercover cop get? <laughs> so, okay. All right. Let's back up here. We've got another detail of the story. Yeah. I guess there was a theft somewhere. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe if you bust two drug dealers, you get to keep, <laughs> you get a fat bonus. You get a fat bonus. But UCC's got hurt feelings, man. He's taking the whole thing personal. I mean, he should. They did take, they tied him up to a tree and watched, and then as he watched them kill a brother officer. <laughs> Fuck. A statey. A statey. Fucking, I mean, this dude's trying to make, uh, fucking detective. <laughs> he's trying to get out of. He's trying to get off the beat. Yeah, man. He's and, in uh, vice. They're really giving him the business. Walls came down <laughs> all the way all to the There was someone standing. There was someone that Some place by railway prison. They ran out of gas. The undercover cop had cornered them. Said, "Boy, you didn't think this could last." Jan jumped out of bed. 
said, there's some place I got to go. She took the gun out of the drawer, said, it's best that you don't know. Fucking old man Bill is just letting his shit ride? This is might be the most poorly written verse of Bob Dylan's entire career. Mm. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's up there. Okay, so someplace by Rawway Prison, they ran out of gas. Not not bad. The cop had cornered some... The undercop... Uh, the undercover UCC cop... Had cornered the UCC them. had cornered them, said, boy, you didn't think this could last. So... Somewhere else, I assume, because Jan... On a hill. On a hill, on a mansion. The mansion on the hill is not someplace by Rahway Prison. It is not. Jan, psychic Jan, psychic child bride Jan, has jumped out of bed and either to racketeer named Bill or into the air in front of her says, there's someplace I gotta go. Where are you going, Janny? (laughs) Shut up, Bill. You got a long day of racketing. <laughs> you got a numbers of crunch, Billy. Jenny's got to be out tonight. <laughs> She'd taken the gun out of the drawer said it's best that you don't know. So, like, Jan is clearly psychic uh, because Dylan, like, I don't know. There's no cell phones. There's no texting. There's no, you know, we've established that the monkey man, the only way to communicate with him is through a payphone at, at 256-MONKEY. <laughs> so here they are again this is a, this is a fucking chase it's just a chase the whole fucking song is just a chase and the undercover even though they have hours ahead mm-hmm. they have hours of head starts on this dude he keeps catching up to this he's a good cop he's in line for the terminator <laughs> yeah he's the t-1000 um <clears throat> Yeah, and then then they they don't make it clear that the racketeer named Bill is the person she's talking to. Um, okay, the undercover cop was Faust. This is what I get for not actually drinking during these episodes. I can't talk. The undercover cop was found face down in a field. The monkey man was on the river bridge using Tweeter as a shield. Jan said to the monkey man, "I'm not fooled by Tweeter's curl. I knew him long before he ever became a Jersey girl." What a great now! See, we fantastic. It does alternate from shitty to immaculate. So good. That. I mean, that's just because that thing is set up in the second verse. Yeah, never mentioned again. Nope. And then brought home way down here, after burying the lead that they have now killed the undercover cop. So I'm assuming that <clears throat> if the undercover cop is face down in a field. And the monkey man is using Tweeter as a shield on a bridge. I assume UCC has backup and they have yes. guns trained on him. He's yes. not using the Tweeter as a shield against Jan. No, well, no, no. It is. It, Jan is there to talk them down. But then, like, Jan says, I'm not fooled by Tweeter's curl. I knew him long before he ever became a Jersey girl. So is Jan, has Jan, after finding her dead brother, now does she have her gun pointed at the monkey man? I, that is possible. I don't know why these police are letting this happen if they're there. So that <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's no one else there because the undercover I, cop. I, mean, I think I think Monkey's on the bridge and he's like, "I'm gonna blow this bitch's head off. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this poor woman that I've got a hostage." <laughs> that was the chance, like Monkey, Monkey, <laughs> Monkey. We know it's Tweeter. You two don't go anywhere without each other. 
<laughs> and, and Tweeter's got a pair of men's size 14 Converse on. Tweeters. We know that it's Tweeter. Tweeter's literally dressed up as one of the Sizzler sisters from Kids in the Hall. <laughs> this podcast is just for we, us. No one gets these fucking references. Somebody listens. Surely anybody who likes this song also likes Kids in the Hall <laughs> and knows who Jerry Sizzler is. <laughs> I'm Tweeter Sizzler. <laughs> We'll put some links in with the description. Here, here's some uh, some prerequisite viewing before, before you, listen. you listen to this. God damn. Oh, and the walls came down all the way to hell. Never saw them standing. Never saw them in the <sighs> Okay. Dylan wraps up this song like he wraps up Black... Every song. <laughs> every story song that he does just ends with a non sequitur. Uh-huh. Of him narrating a scene in which he's watching TV. And I love it. Because Black Diamond Bay ends with, oh, guess what, guys? None of that was true. I fell asleep drinking beer watching Cronkite, and I had this dream. (laughs) This is the same thing. I saw a news story one time, and here it is. And then he kind of does it again in Lily, Rosemary, and the Jack of Hearts. Also true. At the end. There's probably two or three other ones. Uh, now, the town of Jersey City is quieting down again. I'm sitting in a gambling club called the Lion's Den. The TV set was blown up. Every bit of it was gone. Ever since the nightly news showed that the monkey man was on. I guess I'll go to Florida, get myself some sun. Ain't no more opportunity here. Everything's been done. Sometimes I think a tweeter. Sometimes I think a Jan. Sometimes I don't think about nothing but the monkey man. <laughs> How does Bob know any of these people? Because <laughs> he watched them on the news. He's... And somebody shot the damn TV out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Because Monkey's on a stand-up. Monkey's having a standoff here. <laughs> um, and the song turns into Kathleen Edwards' 6 o'clock news. <laughs> and there's a standoff on the river bridge. And Dylan's there watching it. I, I, I assume he's there watching it. We know he's in this club in Jersey City mm-hmm. um, where they blew the TV out because of it. The one TV. So I assume he saw it that night. The one TV has now got a big hole in it. Um, so Elvis, it Elvis well was there. For, <laughs> for Tweeter, nor the Monkey Man. But sometimes Bob thinks of all three of them. Does not spare one thought, though, for UCC. <laughs> not the law enforcement officer. Who admittedly is the worst person in this entire... Oh, is awful. Is awful. Just the worst kind of dude. Just let it go. Let it go, man. They're they're off and running. Oh. God damn it, I love this stupid song. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So I, I, there are just like, you know, one or two lines from like maybe a handful of songs that it doesn't matter how long it's been since I've listened to it. But I will, like, wake up in the morning having not heard this song in, you know, months or a year. And I will just sing to myself, there ain't no more opportunity here. Everything's been done. Mine is, oddly enough, everyone here's a liar. (laughs) That's the the one that gets you. You hit a lot of lines very well, but uniquely you are very good at I'm not fooled by tweeters curl. I'm not fooled by tweeters curl. (laughs) <laughs> see it's just that little it's like so, whine at the end it's so great that jan is like look i know because there's no reason for tweeter to be dressed as a it was a really bad decision to take a sip of water when you when you said a couple minutes ago monkey 
<laughs> a monkey. Monkey. <laughs> um, all right. So, Tweeter and the Monkey Man. This is, uh, as we said before, probably just making fun of Bruce Springsteen. I don't think it's an homage. Mm-mm. Mm. Um, there, especially when you, especially when you talk about, um, there is kind of lore that most, if not all of these songs have been, um, have been, uh, written in like five minutes. Yeah. Well, uh, here's a, here is a, a quote from the sir, probably sir George Harrison. It should have been sir, uh. Get on it if you put this Brexit bullshit aside. If he's not already knighted, um, and get that done um, about the creation of the song from George Harrison, um, "Tweeter the Monkey Man" was really written by Tom Petty and Bob Dylan. Well, Jeff Lynne and I were there too, but we were just sitting around the kitchen, and uh, he was for some reason talking about all this stuff that didn't make much sense to me. You know. It was that American or Americana kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and we got a cassette tape and we put it on and then transcribed everything they were saying. Um, Harrison also recalled that he and Lynn then contributed the chorus. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you there go. You go. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there's, I was thinking that maybe there was a real story we'd find um, that, oh, this is actually based on X, Y, and Z. No. Doesn't appear. It's just Dylan being Dylan, talking to Tom Petty about some wacky story, and then off we go. Um, I every everywhere it's it every everywhere you you read about this song, it says sometimes regarded as a playful homage um, to to Bruce Springsteen. I think in the. Uh what we would call it in my community is a diss track. It's just, it's just Bob Dylan saying, yeah, anybody can do that shit. Yes. Watch this. <laughs> so they mentioned stolen car, mansion on the hill, thunder road, state trooper, factory, the river, um, highway 99 might be a reference that's, to Johnny 99 from Nebraska. Yeah, that, that's the first thing that I always get. Yeah. Um, Vietnam could be related to born in the USA. Um, I mean, there is a, well, there's, there's also, is it State Trooper, the Bruce Springsteen song where he's, yeah. he's talking about a state trooper chasing, and in this case, his brother, but in this case, it would be his sister's uh, object of affection. So yeah, it, it really does just play. It's the Springsteen uh, boiler template that they're just using here. Um, Racketeer named Bill. I mean, that's the <laughs> Atlantic City down on the boardwalk. They're getting ready for a fight. See what them racket boys can do. Um, crashed into paradise paradise by the sea is an instrumental song performed by springsteen the east street band song regularly opened the second set during the 1978 tour supporting the album darkness on the edge of town yeah it's it just seems like dylan flexing his muscles watch this shit boys (laughs) you got five minutes and a cassette I can do that Springsteen shit. <laughs> uh, Jersey Girl. You know, they said he was going to be the next me. How'd that turn out for him? <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the references pointed out by uh, um, the the song's entry on Genius is um, they reference the uh, TV set was blown up. Every bit, it was, every bit of it was gone. <laughs> 
Is it possible that Dylan had some inside scoop into 57 channels and nothing on, which wasn't released till 1992? <laughs> a, no. That was four years prior. Um, B, I forgot about that song. That's a bad song by Bruce oh, Springsteen. it's awful. Oh, it's awful. Oof. Damn. It was also awful. As that was, it got a lot of radio plays, so a lot of people's younger people's first experience with Springsteen might have been that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, it was probably glory days and, uh, you know, all that shit, but. And the obvious parallel from the Dylan catalog is, and it, it really does sort of, it really does wrap up the whole Dylan paradigm of this, compared to hurricane they're both yeah. new jersey uh sort of crime retellings one based in reality one just a clear fucking farce that he's made up um but structurally they 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 have a lot of the same beats they feel the same they're they're kin somehow and that's the dylan thing of Complete nonsense in some cases, and then utter brilliance and importance on the other. That those are the Dylan parentheses. It's um, it's quite oh man. I just like it. It makes me feel bad that Dylan just like hated Bruce Springsteen at the time or something like that. <laughs> a playful homage is a is a diss track like that. A, there's that's a diss record. That is a diss record. This shit is bullshit. Why is this bullshit? <laughs> hey, Tom, play that walk down again. That's not a walk down. That is not the correct musical term, but for the sake of just... I'm okay with the walk, calling it a walk From the Wikipedia page, the song tells the story of two drug dealers, Tweeter and the, and the Monkey Man. Uh, their nemesis, the undercover cop, and the cop's sister, Jan, and the longtime love interest, the Monkey Man. Some lyrics imply that Tweeter was a trans woman, for example. She was a Boy Scout. He was a Boy Scout before she went to Vietnam. Later in the song, Jan says, Tweeter, are people, are, we can't be this much smarter than other people. I mean, I, I think depending on when that's written. Like somebody's just like nobody's using that terminology six years ago. Throughout the ballad, um, the demise of Tweeter, the Monkey Man, and the undercover cop, as well as Jan's fate, are examined. No one died except we don't for talk. We talk nothing about Tweeter. Tweeter's barely mentioned in this song. <laughs> he didn't demise. Jan didn't have a fate. We don't know what happened to the Monkey Man on the bridge. No, the, the only two people who died are the undercover cop and the and the Stady. <laughs> that is it. That is the only two people we know anything about are those two. One of them deserved it. One of them didn't. Um, but no, we don't know anything that happened. And it, it also the the echoes of Go OJ Go is everybody in this bar is like, come on, monkey, you got to get away. And then he gets squared off on this bridge and they're furious. Oh my god! I hate you, Wikipedia. It's almost also, like you who can't just had a trusted. gun in the bar that they just shot the damn TV out with. Fucking Jersey, <laughs> man! It's all legal. Tell you, I mean, did they get caught? God, and it was probably legal. What about the 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 lyrical twins of in Jersey? Everything's legal as long as you don't get caught. And in Patterson, that's the way it goes. Oh yeah, sure. God damn, it's just. I feel like he really knows how to write songs. That's what I'm. That's the thing I'm taking away from this is Bob Dylan's really good at songwriting. I agree. There's sufficient evidence to support that theory. Is the is this the best Traveling Wilburys song? So he, I have really 
the my knowledge of Traveling Wilburys and their two albums, Volume One and Volume Three. Um, <laughs> Thanks, fucking guys. <laughs> Just having a time, aren't they? Just having themselves a time. It's not even funny. It's just... It's not! When... Hey, when hey Bob, watch this. We'll call this in volume three. Oh, <laughs> shit. Good one, George. When this collaboration... When the collaboration to handle with care was deemed too good for such a limited release, the group agreed to record a full album entitled Traveling Wolverines Volume 1. Following Orbison's death in December 1988, the band released a second album, which they entitled Traveling Wolverines Volume 3. <laughs> it's just a funny sentence. It's just stupid. These are five fucking geniuses. Actually, we... They are... We, five geniuses. We shouldn't lump Orbison into it because he didn't have a vote on what to call the. He the did album. not, <laughs> unless he wrote a note. They wouldn't have listened to Jeff Lynne anyway. Hey. Oh God, nobody's listening to fucking Jeff Lynne. Hey, hey guys, if we make another record, could we call it Volume Three? <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Jeff. No, I bet. I bet it was Jeff Lynne's idea, but then uh, Petty thought it was so funny that he took it to Bob and said it was his own idea. <laughs> Hey, 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 Tom, did you talk to Bob about my idea of calling it Volume 3? Uh, yeah, 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 I talked to Bob about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He loves it. He loves my idea a lot. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he didn't say anything, but he hated G.E. Smith. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Jeff Lynn. Go do something better than Mr. Sunshine or whatever the fuck that song was called. <laughs> Mr. Blue Sky. Mr. Blue yes. Sky. It's the only ELO song I know, and 95% of the time, I think it's either The Beatles or The Who. <laughs> I always thought Electric Light Orchestra was like a fuddy-duddy band of like, I thought like only old people liked it. Well, that's true now. <laughs> that is a fact. You have, you have aged that opinion into fact. Oh my god. Like, I know jack and shit about ELO. Just nothing. I know nothing about them. Um, we will not be doing an episode. <laughs> no, it will be short because I know I got nothing. Um, but I don't know what it is about this dumb song, but never turned it off in my life. And it hooks me from the minute it starts. That, that, that riff and God, there's, there's an even worse song with a great riff. That I cannot turn off. Um, I'm going to give our listening audience assignment. It is by. <laughs> Get ready folks. It's an eagle I'm going to mention. Did not see that coming oh, did no. you guys? Oh no. Um, <laughs> All she wants to do is dance. By Don Henley. It is Joe Walsh's. Oh boy. Oh boy. Analog Man. No. Analog Man. No. Um, it is a terrible song. From a terrible record. However. Um, as I've stated many times on this podcast, and Sean definitely knows, when I'm about to go to sleep, I'm the world's silliest goose. Just the <laughs> silliest goose in the world right before I drift off. And many nights I would lay in a bed and I would go to sleep just singing Analog Man. To the fact that I did it so much that someone bought me the vinyl Oof. for my birthday. And I was very excited to get it. Um, but Analog Man just tells the story of of Joe Walsh being a man out of time. And, uh, you know, he's an Analog Man, Shawnee. The whole world's drowning in the digital screen 
or oh something like that. That you know he's he's just out of time. He's his some ten year old smartass has to show him what to do uh, on the internet. Um, but it has this this killer riff that it, it gets. It, it only happens like four times during the whole song. Yeah, and I keep waiting for it to come back, and it never does. But yeah, a, a magical riff can really get you moving on a song that does not. Hold <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to have the have to do that homework as well. Oh baby, it's bad. I'm telling you, it's bad. Yeah, it's probably but, not good. It doesn't sound great. That riff, though. Did we do an entire episode on how we did not like the Eagles? Are we that petty? We did that already. Oof. We already did that episode. I can't believe we already did. We I can't believe we t- wasted our fucking time doing. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. Um, anything else on the traveling Wilburys tweeter? Also, the Monkey Man. I have I have nothing related. Just that I think we put Podcoin out of business. Yeah, we did it, guys. Their website's down. The app is no longer active. Oh man, what am I gonna do with all my gift cards and my Pod Bucks? What am I doing with these Pod Bucks? So if you'd like to sponsor <laughs> Cold Dog Soup, <clears throat> you can reach us at, I don't even know our email address. I think it's ttfnetwork at gmail.com. <laughs> Tweet at us, ttfnetwork, at ttfnetwork. Tweeter at us. Tweeter at us, slide into our DMs. And also, after you get through listening to Analog Man, Go listen to the Rolling Stones Monkey Man, because that's a stone cold mm-hmm. jam too. Mm-hmm. Uh Shani, what are we gonna do next time, buddy? You, you you get you get to pick next oh, time. Oh gosh. You know, don't put me on the spot. Uh we'll see, I, I need to I mean, we're still going with the with the theme that these are songs that we both like, correct? Yeah, we're out. We're we're done. Yeah. We're out of songs. <laughs> that uh, we both I think like. it's I mean, we might be able to do uh two short episodes or like a uh We're gonna do an episode on two short? I'm here for that. <laughs> or a drive by trucker. I suggest we do blowjob Betty. Oh my god. Um, dedicated to sweet I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, back I'm back. gonna say speaking of I'm gonna say uh Women Without Whiskey by the Truckers. All right, that's got a story to it. Anything that's got a story in there, I think we can. Oh yeah, we can weasel our way through. Um, yeah, women without whiskey—that'll work, and we're less likely to be sued. Um, <laughs> Bob Dylan's going to shut this down. Oh immediately. yeah, for sure. Very litigious, that man, and I won't say anything more about that. <laughs> Plus, he recorded that great Super Bowl song <sighs> and that Titanic song, both of them. Um, <laughs> so yeah. We did it again, Shawnee. We're two in the can. Oh, shit. Um, rocking and rolling and whatnot. But folks, you heard it here first. Treating the Monkey Man is a first class, first ballot, Hall of Fame story song of the millennium. And if you don't know it, now you do. With the inside of a couple of boys who just love music. This has been Maddie and Shawnee's Cold Dog Soup. <laughs>
The moon. 